you? I am Michelle Gifford. Hey, I'm Sarah Allred. We are the girls behind Women With Fire, and we specialize in building influencers. Welcome to the podcast. Listen as we chat with influential women who feel guided by the divine to build empires of truth at home, in business, and abroad. The goal here is to empower you to grow your influence everywhere. Join the nation of women who get things done at thewomenwithfire.com. Hey, you guys. Welcome to another episode of the Women With Fire podcast. It is Michelle Gifford and Sarah Allred. We're so happy to be back with you. Welcome back to the podcast. We are together again, and this is what's going to be happening every month. Sarah and I are jumping on together and talking about um, our businesses, our lives, and how God is a part of both. And so we're really excited to get started. Today, we're going to be talking about what matters most and how to spend time on what matters most. Absolutely. And one of the things this like is my chest is just pounding because because this is something that I feel like is constantly something I have to think about with my business and with my family and with my marriage and with my education and with my efforts and with my calling and with, oh, you name it, like constantly trying to decide what matters most right now. And I think it's really a wonderful trait and skill to be someone that is constantly reassessing it. I think, Michelle, you're kind of the queen of this. You are (laughs) constantly working on fabulous projects and products. And I mean, for heaven's sakes, you're teaching a role class tonight. And I mean, (laughs) for better or worse. worse. And you're constantly like, okay, well, what can we do differently next time? And how can I make this person feel more included? And like, okay, Michelle's kind of the queen of this in in her whole life. I, on the other hand, I am still learning how to oh, figure out <laughs> what it you is. should just, everyone should be interviewed or talk to Sarah because she just compliments you all day, every day. So <laughs> anyway, it's fine. There's just a lot of improvement that I got going on over here, but <laughs> it's fine. Oh, it's, it's a great, great quality. And one of the things that has really triggered this is something that is new to my business just in the past couple of years. So I run a photography education site called the photographer's element. We teach photographers online all over the world, how to use their cameras using online classes. We also have a community, great stuff going on. Well, here's the reality. I had my third baby about a year and a half ago and it kind of rocked my world as far as even just kind of schedule wise, just learning how to have three kids instead of two. And I am so convinced to this day, it doesn't matter if you have zero kids, one kid or five kids, like you're still figuring things out. You're still figuring out how to make life run. And I was in a position in which my business was needing to be active enough that I couldn't handle it that I wasn't sleeping, I wasn't, I wasn't able to be consistent, all those kinds of things. And because of that, I dove into the world of trying to find a virtual assistant. Okay, the little slang term for it for all you business folks out there is a VA. Okay, trying to find a virtual assistant for your business is really, really tricky. And I have been through the ringer trying to find the best fit for my business at the photographer's element. And one of the things that I found is I Um, got a a recommendation for a virtual assistant. Uh, We negotiated a price and it was enough of a price that it made me watch very carefully how effective the efforts were of this virtual assistant. Okay. 
watching very carefully. And the reality is, is we tried it for a couple of months. And the reality is, is the, the actual growth and engagement and everything was fairly stagnant. And in fact, dropped off a little bit once I gave many of these tasks and administrative duties away over to a virtual assistant. Now, I will take the full blame for that. I most likely did not train this person well enough or didn't create my vision well enough, everything like that. But what was happening is I was paying out money to someone that was certainly doing tasks for me over and over and over and over again. Social media, email, um, you know, a variety of things, blogging, all that kind of stuff. And yet I wasn't it wasn't growing. Nothing was growing. Nothing, nothing seemed to be really jamming the way that I was really hoping that it would work. And all it did was cause me to be stressed and cause me to feel really critical of like, well, this is how I would have done it. And this is, you know, all that kind of stuff. That's not how you want to feel with your own, your own business. But one of the things that I had to come to terms with is that I need to help hone down the areas of my business that matter the very, very most. Because the reality is, is I've got three kids. I've got three kids and a husband and a dog, right? And I live in an area of the world that floods constantly. <laughs> she almost was evacuated today. We almost didn't record because she's like, I might be evacuated. <laughs> what true. is happening? What is happening? But because of that, be- because of what my life looks like and and my life is no easier or harder than anyone else's. But because of where I sit right now, I do not have the ability right now to work nine to five. I don't. I can't work 10 hours a day. It's just not in the cards for me right now. And because of that, I can't do every single area of my business all the time. I can't handle six social media platforms, plus blog twice a week, plus master Pinterest, plus do email marketing four times a day, plus record a podcast three times a week, plus um, do posters and outreach and um, affiliates. And I mean, is anybody like getting anxiety talking about all this? Like, I can't do it. I'm feeling it too. (laughs) You can see why, like my heart was pounding when we started talking about this, because the reality is, You have to do it differently. Those of you who are listening right now, who have an idea, who have a business idea, who are moving forward with an idea, do it differently. And there is a whole better way than just experiencing total burnout day in and day out. Because heaven knows when mama is burned out, when the wife is burned out, when the woman is burned out, it impacts a whole bunch of people. I had that experience last week. (laughs) (laughs) And so here's the, here's the little quote. I I ran across a quote that I really want to share with you. And Michelle, I'd love to hear your thoughts about how you have navigated what matters most in your life and how you prioritize those things in your life and in your business. So the quote is by Dieter F. Uchtdorf. He is a member of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles in the LDS Church. And he says this, we should do well to slow down a little focus on the significant and truly see the things that matter most. So this quote is definitely talking about, you know, family and, and your whole life. This is not just a business quote. He was, you know, in general conference speaking to all the church, but it is an eternal truth that in every aspect of my, of my life, in our lives, we need to slow down and make sure what we're doing is, what we should be doing and that it's going to matter. And, you know, I just, cause I was just interviewed by 
Nate from the Peculiar People podcast, and he like kind of rattled. I can't. I cannot. The I tried. Peculiar I People always... podcast. The Peculiar People podcast. Ooh, I'm gonna keep practicing. Very Do it. cool. Keep it going. <laughs> so imagine that at two times the speed. It's gonna be awesome. Ooh, ooh, I can't ooh. wait. <laughs> And one of the things is, you know, he was, he's a single guy and he doesn't have any kids and he just goes to work and, you know, he started rattling off the things that I'm doing and I don't know, I just, <laughs> and he's, he's like, I just, am, you know, I'm kind of tired thinking about what you have to do every day and he should be, I get tired too, but, uh, <laughs> um, but real, but the reality is, and what I told him is that, cause he said, you know, like, how do you how do you decide what you're going to do every day? And it kind of goes back to what you said at the beginning, because it is a true statement that I really am trying to analyze all the time. If I am in a spiritually great place, you know, and I think that if I am in balance and I am, and I hate using the word balance, but like if I am off kilter, um, if Um, If I'm spending too much time in one area of my life and I'm neglecting the things that actually matter most, then I feel it spiritually. People shy away from guilt, but I think guilt is a really great tool that we avoid because or we pretend like it's not there because it makes us feel bad when it really should just uh, spur us to change. It's kind of like your fingers, right? If you touch something hot, it's to protect us. And I think that that's what guilt is for, is to help us figure out what matters most and are we doing that? So in my business, like there are some things that I've realized are not really profiting me a a ton. (laughs) Um, And one of those things that I have found that I can get caught up in and it not benefit my business is uh, social media and, and specifically Instagram. Now, I think Instagram is huge for connection and I really do believe in its power and I love what it does for women to be able to connect online and to build for free in our own homes an empire of however we want to do it. And I love those women who are rocking it and have hundreds of thousands of followers. But honestly, that's not me right now. And I have spent a lot of time trying to get there. But one of the things I have found is that that is not where my money is coming from, or my Instagram followers. Yes, it is a lot like that. People are introduced to me that way. But one of the things that I've come to understand better, and I've been testing it out in my business in different ways, is that social media is the door to my house, my business house. (laughs) Social media is the door. And it gets people, you know, it gets people in. But before I can build that door, I need to make sure that my house is in order. And the things that matter the most in my business right now is my website, a website that converts into people who join my email list. And I have found that if I spend more effort there in creating great content that can is teaching and, and shareable and then and then have that email list that people can join actually like say yes to me and get something great for me and that I can c- continue to contact them and make them a part of uh, my business and then I am able to make more money than spending all this time on social media. And I do spend time on social media. I'm there on Instagram. I'd love to see it over at the women with fire. Like I'd love to hang out with you. But I just have found, and this has been kind of recently, that my time spent there, while is great, but I, it can be a time suck if I'm not careful. And so that's one of the shifts that I've made is that 
is putting, for me, social media in a different spot and really honing in on the things that are making a difference in my business. Absolutely. And I love what you're your very last sentence there, I loved everything you said, but also the last sentence where you said, you know, what what's helping benefit my business? There are many things that can help benefit your business. Sometimes, it, sometimes it's nurturing past clients. That can benefit your business. Maybe it's nurturing potential clients. Maybe it's money. Maybe money is a factor in how you're growing or, you know, looking at the numbers on your email list and all those kinds of things. There are many ways to gauge how is my business benefiting. But I I guess the thing that I am constantly drawn to is why am I constantly deceived and tempted towards things that don't matter, that don't matter. I have been blown away. We recently, and this is me just opening up my business wide as can be, at the Photographer's Element, our 2018 goal has been to work with social media influencers to get the word out about our education site, okay? We, since the beginning of the Photographer's Element, which was years and years ago, we have always appealed to a base that is, an, that is not necessarily on social media, Like a lot of our women that are taking our classes are um, 40 and 45 and wonderful and have been my dearest friends for years. We decided in 2018 to expand that and see how we could reach um, women of all ages using social media. And I have been absolutely blown away that if I can search for people to partner with and work together to help talk about the photographer's element, that if I am not deceived by tens of thousands of numbers on Instagram, that if instead I'm looking at quality conversation and quality comments and you know what their website looks like and how they're treating their customers and all those things, that if I'm focusing on the significant, which is what not the number, the significant, slow down, focus on the significant, you're going to find some great people to partner with. And I cannot tell you, just in the past month, we have had a ton of growth and a ton of awareness using this new um, idea, using social media influencers, because we tried to slow down and focus on significant happenings with these influencers and we we tried to pick really really high quality ones even though their numbers are not huge i mean you'd be pretty much blown away if you saw the amount of growth that we've seen from people that have just like a thousand or 1500 followers on instagram have boosted our visibility like tenfold and have really helped our business grow significantly and that just really helps me realize that can we slow down and focus on things that matter and and constantly be reassessing yeah and what I what I love about that is because I I don't want when I say like social media you know Instagram hasn't been you know the thing that has been the best thing for me but I that does not mean that it is not a tool in your in your toolbox and like Sarah's saying we put a lot of stock in numbers that don't mean a whole lot right and what Sarah's done is taken apart the numbers and she's looked at engagement and seeing if these are really engaged a really engaged audience and that's where she's found success and instead of maybe going for the obvious home run you know of someone who she thinks like they have you know a hundred thousand followers but maybe it's not the right audience and so that's kind of been 
something that I'm trying to do. I mean, I think it's a constant battle and that's where the constant checking in and, and making sure that time that you're spending is well spent <laughs> because the reality is, is like Sarah said, we have to do things differently. And we say this all the time because we are not just business owners. We are moms and we have church callings and, and we are doing all of these other things that are so important. And our business is definitely a part of us, but it also has to fit into our lives. And so because of that, we have to be very careful on what we choose to spend our time doing. And now a small break, a word from those who make this podcast possible. This podcast is powered by Entreport. Entreport is our number one business tool. It literally does it all. Email marketing, sales funnels, automation, and it basically keeps your business running even when you're sleeping. Not only is Entreport the backbone of our businesses, but you can design a full-blown website using their customizable landing pages. It is the one-stop powerhouse shop where we keep our email lists, growth, marketing goals, and businesses at their very best. Check out the show notes or jump on thewomenwithfire.com slash Entreport to get started. And now back to the Women With Fire podcast. So, Sarah, I want to ask you, how do you decide what matters most? Like, what are some of the things that you ask yourselves or what qualifications are you looking for? So, great question. And I, I love how you think I can be an, an authority on this. This is funny Own to it, me. Sarah. But- <laughs> One of the things that I actually learned recently from interviewing Mel from Mel's Kitchen Cafe is she said, if I ever see kind of an unwritten rule starting to emerge in the world of blogging or social media or something like that, she goes, I automatically don't jump on the bandwagon. Like I automatically try and go against the norm. So I actually, for some reason, my, my temptation as far as like huge numbers was was realized years and years ago and part of this dealt with the fact that when I was first starting TPE that I had the opportunity kind of a rare opportunity to merge with a a very very influential blogger and she was going in a new business direction and she decided hey I'm I'm going to be selling a whole bunch of my blog content to someone who wants to nurture it and publish it and take care of it and um, I also will throw in my social media numbers which for merging sake she had really impressive numbers and I was drooling I mean I was like oh my gosh I can start up my business with like a huge social media following right from the get-go. This was before Instagram, so that kind of ages me a little bit. But that was something that was very tempting to me. And then also, I don't love blogging, okay? Like, welcome to my world. I don't love blogging. And I thought, oh my gosh, if I can have access to all of her blog posts, that will help me not have to blog so regularly and et cetera, et cetera. So we kind of partnered and figured out this merger and got all the logistics done. And just as we were finishing the negotiations, she sent me a note just saying, oh, by the way, I have an email list. I'll throw that in the mix of the negotiations. And I just kind of said, okay, great. And, and 
come to say that that email list was five figures big. Okay. The numbers were five figures big. Those numbers have mattered significantly more than any other numbers her and I negotiated in that deal. I had no idea the significance of a five-figure email list all full of photographers, like my ideal clientele. I had no idea the significance because all I was doing was drooling over these social media numbers. And I know that that's like a really businessy example, but I think what it has taught me is that I have ran my business profitably all of these years without big social media involvement. I just haven't that just hasn't been the focus. And most of it has been, I simply couldn't do it. I couldn't run it effectively. I couldn't run it efficiently. I couldn't be regular on social media. And so I know, like, again, that sounds like a really businessy answer, but I, I never realized just how significant my email list was until watching that grow over the past, you know, five or six years and just seeing that that's the lifeblood behind what I do. So I focus a ton on my email address. That's what I do. And yeah, we're trying some new things in 2018, but I have really focused there and it's, it's served me really well. So I just try to put my blinders on and not let anybody <laughs> tell me any differently, which may be crazy. Who knows? Well, no, because what the thing is, is like I said, you built your house, right? You built your house with your email list and your website. And because this is something that I'm really focusing on teaching at my, in my end of the business is like when I'm teaching either the the girls who are like on my mascara team, or um, if I'm teaching just business stuff over at I am Michelle Gifford, is to really get the foundation of your business set up. And and social media for me, this is what I found very similar to yours. If you have the email list and the website set up, then social media can come and it can get people to where you want it to be. And I mean, we're a business podcast, so so we can talk about business. And and that's kind of what I've seen is very similar to yours. You know, you, I've talked about the mascara experiment where I joined mascara as an MLM to see if I could run it online without any Facebook parties or in-home parties or anything like that, just all online. And that's, I've seen the very same thing happen is that when girls sign up, they immediately run to social media and they spend all their time there and everything lives or dies by if they get seen in a feed that they don't get to choose. You know, Instagram is changing the rules every two minutes and that's fine. They get to because it's their thing. But we have my sister-in-law, Joellen, who's on, who's uh, my business partner. She like we have just really focused on the foundation part and it took and, and you know, it's it's kind of tempting to be like, oh, we should spend more time on social media because those numbers, everyone sees those numbers. <laughs> but what I'm finding is, yes, we have an Instagram, but like half the people that follow us or more, more than half are mascara artists. So that's great. They're never going to buy from us. And so I think that, so we have just really focused on building that foundation. And now six months in with consistency, because we've been consistent throughout the last six, seven months, we are getting consistent returns to where we have this email list and, and we're building that email list and they're coming because of the blog posts we're creating. And, but it's just so hard. Cause like you said, like you have to put blinders on because everyone else is, it's just really flashy to be on social media. And I love social media. And if you are killing it there, kill it there, man. If that's where, but you have to take an inventory, I guess is, is what we're trying to tell you is that you need to take an inventory. Like, where are you seeing growth? 
And where are you seeing the most impact for the time you're spending? Because if, are you happy there? Like, are you scrolling, like spending so much time growing a place that you kind of will spend like, cause you know, I spend time on social media, but I know those days when I've spent too much time there, like I feel it. So that's kind of, that's what we, this whole podcast, why it came about is, is because we're doing things differently because you and I, Sarah and you, the listener, because we're doing things differently, we have to be very mindful, very mindful of the time we're spending and is it of worth? There is always going to be some amount of trial and error absolutely, in, in your business and building it and figuring those things out. The reality is, is you can't afford constant, constant trial and error. You can't, you can't, you really have to be so mindful. And if you listen to Mel's podcast, which you should, she talks all about constantly praying to heavenly father and asking good, better, best, right? If you've never heard of the good, better, best talk, Google it, it'll come right up. And it's it's genius that she's just constantly saying, look, I know that social media has a place and the email marketing has a place and blogging, like good, better, or best. Like where can I focus right now? Because there's no one that understands more where you can focus and, and that you're struggling with your focus more than more than God does. And so to be able to approach him and pray about that. And I love the advice that Elder Uchtdorf gives to just slow down a little and focus. And I notice that I don't have a hard time focusing, like trying to find the significant, but slowing down is something that scares me as a business person. I'm like, I can't slow down because the world is going like this. And the reality is I have to do it differently. And I have to trust that God is going to bless me for doing it differently and for doing what he's asked me to do, which is to slow down, focus on the significant. I do not have my entire business stellar. I don't. I don't have the whole customer service thing figured out. I don't have social media totally figured out. I have email marketing pretty figured out. I feel like that's kind of working for me. Facebook groups, like I just can't, I just can't do 12 things fantastically all the time, but I can certainly slow down, focus on the significant and, and maximize my effort. And this really, my kind of my closing thought behind this is, is to not not be deceived. And I know that we've already said that, but I remember vividly this blogger that I still love. She's one of my most favorites. And I was looking through her feed and I was noticing a lot of the comments on her blog. She is like a mom blogger. She talks about her amazing children and, and just their lives and their traditions. And she's just a fabulous mom. She was mother of the year and just top to bottom amazing. And I was looking through all the comments and I was noticing she's a, she's also a great photographer that lots of people were asking where she got this specific shirt from. And, and, oh, that's a really cute shirt. Where did you get your shirt from? Which is really common. And then I started looking further and further down her feed on more and more blog posts that people were saying, well, where did you get that happy birthday banner from? And, and where, oh my goodness, where did you get that, that cute towel that you brought to the beach? And oh, that cute sun hat and, and all these things. And I was talking with my sister about it and she's very wise because she's my older sister. And she was saying, sometimes I think that we think if we're wearing the same shirt that she's wearing, that we're going to be a great mom like her because she is a great mom. But the reality is you're deceived. It's not the shirt, right? 
It's not the shirt that, which sounds so basic, but it's not the shirt that's making her a great mom. It's not the happy birthday banner. It's not the, the towel. It's the fact that they're prioritizing family time. It is the fact that they are creating tons of traditions and expectations for their children. It's the fact that she is present with her kids at um, as much as possible with their activities. I mean, those are the principles behind why she is such a powerful blogger. It's not the shirt. It's not the shirt. So don't <laughs> be deceived and constantly try and borrow and nitpick everybody's approach, whether it's the t-shirt or the happy birthday banner. I mean, that sounds so silly, but focus in on what the principle is behind what makes these things effective. And all of those things are going to be faith-filled principles. Sarah and I have created something for you, a little gift for you to figure out if you are doing the things that matter most. And you can pick up that free download over at thewomenwithfire.com. Just click on the button in the right-hand corner and you will get that because we want to just get your mind going to to ask you some questions to make sure that you're on the right track. We ask ourselves these questions all the time and is really what helps us stay focused. So just kind of like Sarah said, like she talked about how she can't be awesome at everything all the time in her business. And that's why she hired a VA. And that's why um, I have an assistant for a lot of the things that I do. And so if you guys, if email marketing, I mean, we've talked a lot about this today and because it's a huge, huge thing for our, both of our businesses. And if this feels like something that you want help with, Sarah and I have um, an email marketing service that we could help you top to bottom, set it up, um, get you rolling and help you with it every month so you don't have to worry about it. So if this is something you're list- that you could use, then check out thewomenwithfire.com slash email and see if this is something that we could help you so you can check that part off of your list of being awesome in business. And that's all of it wrapped up in a pretty little bow because... We've just felt so strongly as we've been working with all of these entrepreneurs and and influencers that there is so much stress revolved around doing every knit picky thing. And the reality is get your house in order with the foundations and you'll be amazed. You will be amazed at the actual real growth and real profits that are going to happen um, by you focusing in on what matters most. So Dieter F. Uchtdorf, said it beautifully when he said we would do well to slow down a little, focus on the significant, and truly see the things that matter most. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for listening to the Women With Fire podcast. Your support means a lot to us. In fact, your support is what makes this podcast possible. If you want to connect more with the guests we've had on our podcast and Connect more with Sarah and Michelle, the creators of the Women With Fire podcast. Find us on Instagram at The Women With Fire or find us in our Facebook group. Simply search Women With Fire and join the group. We'll see you there.